right, I am going to record one additional thing so that I can put it back up at the front, which is, uh, this is just an announcement for everybody uh, that we will be updating the podcast feed address. Uh, so that will be in the announcement uh, next week when when this goes up or perhaps two weeks from now, depending on what uh, what is necessary. But be on the lookout for that if you listen to this. It may change your subscription. You may have to resubscri resubscribe. We're not quite sure. Yeah. Moo and welcome everybody to the Pink Tron podcast. We start off every week by asking Chris Greenland, what are you drinking? Me first. Um, it is now almost Labor Day weekend here in the States, the unofficial end of summer. So I'm cele celebrating in true American fashion with another life <laughs> and also uh, tequila. So the closest one to me, because it's freaking 100 degrees in my house right now, uh, was Corazon. So I went extra Nejo Corazon paired with Miller Lite, and it's a great start to the weekend. That sounds lovely. Craig Martin, what are you drinking? So I uh, I took the uh, recommendation of T Tatum, and uh, so I've got Jameson's uh, IPA edition, and uh, it's quite nice. Lovely. Well done. And Sean Fogenberg, what are you drinking? Uh, I have a uh, gin and tonic with the St. George Terroir gin and a healthy pour of uh, Arete Blanco tequila. St. George Terroir gin, that sounds amazing. It's it, so good. It tastes like hiking on Mount Tam. I'm going to have to find myself a bottle of that. And Lauren Camp, what are you drinking? Ditto. <laughs> um, I just made two. <laughs> yeah. And Perfect. I, just in case we finish all of these drinks, I brought uh, an original pattern brewing beer, a session IPA, the next chapter. Very nice. There's no way we're not finishing all these drinks, just in case. <laughs> and Insane. Brent Robinson is drinking cherry bubbly, boring Brent tonight on the pink draw. That's all good. So let's move on to HSRL Heard Summer Racing League week 11. It was three laps of the hilly route. And man, can A's climb a hill freaking fast. <laughs> Your race was insane, Brent. The, the A's in race one, that that was ludicrous. What was the fastest time? 130. 130 flat. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that, that was scorekeeper and ah, he okay. didn't all three laps. He was 139 or under. Jeez. Yeah. So he went full space balls. I yeah. ludicrous think, speed. I think that's full space balls for him, but I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah. It's hard to say. I mean, the first, I think it was four to six riders or whatever, were all under 140 on the first lap. Yeah. Like I did a, I did a 149, and I was almost pretty much out the back. I mean, I, yeah. I beat Brian on the first climb, and we were 20 to 22 out of. It said 33 in the pen, but there was only 23 runs with power. So, mm. oh, that's a big field, right, for the A's. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, and that K1 comes up. That. 
Yes. Craig, what are the what were the numbers looking like for those first two races? It sounds like we're starting to get numbers up again. Uh, yeah. So number, I didn't, I actually didn't look at all categories. Um, I think the first race was really good. Um, second race, the bees were good, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, it's, um, I mean, still only a small handful of D's. Um, yeah, A's yeah. was still pretty good. Like it was like a dozen maybe in the A's in race two. Uh, thereabouts. Yeah. 10 yeah. to 12. Yeah. So. So what was the route this week? So yeah, it's um, it's out of downtown Pens and straight into Hilly KOM, and that's the first time segment. So uh, 900 meters at what is it six ish percent on average, but it's basically more like um, steep, like peaks up to 11 percent around a, a one hairpin yep. back, and then it's about kind of an eight percent grinder till you get to a flat hairpin back to your left. And then it's a 6% grind up to a little flat. I think it's about 150 or 200 meters yeah. from when it levels off. There's actually a little downhill up in the yeah. old downhill. You can kind of co- sprint off of before you hit the KOM banner. So, um, you know, A's will do it in apparently a minute 30. <laughs> I think more, more of the human speed A's were like 140. I did a 149. Yeah. Um, the fast bees will be like in that territory up to like in the first lap too. Like let's be clear. Like they didn't do quite that speed every lap. Um, and I certainly didn't do a 149 every lap. Um, yeah. Bees will be in that like, kind of like 140 to two minute range. C's. I think there were a couple of C's that did they get under two? Did they get like a 159 on the C's? No, no, no. It was okay. 159 in the bees. Um, the C's actually uh, nobody went under, nobody hit uh, 210. 210 is a fast C time. It's a real fast. I mean, that, so when we did, yeah, I did 212 as my fastest when I was a C. And that was, you know, I was ready for B at that point. Yeah. And then 230s in the Ds, I think, probably 230s, even 240s. And then you, yeah, you go down the hill. So down the hill, you'd normally climb for the reverse. The reverse KOM and then uh, across the bridge and there's a couple little mini climbs down into the Italian village and then you do the sprint segment which is the long to the start of the bridge you can't see the finish line from where it starts you can't see the start line until you're pretty much on top of it either frankly yep. yeah it's that so cobble section in yeah and into the tunnel out of the tunnel right turn then left turn to the finish yeah uh, Craig, yeah. you you were following uh, Simon Seymour uh, this morning on the on race one, and he he kind of showed everyone how to do that sprint. Yeah, well, and honestly, I kind of learned that. So, like I say when I was a C and Simon was a C, we were matched up several times in HSRL, and yeah, we were yeah. Tailgunning like crazy. Um, okay. I was going to say, yeah, can we describe what was done? No, it was, it was super big tailgun. Uh, get okay. off the back. Or not really big, but big tailgun, get off the back, but hit the line with speed. At speed. Yeah. yeah. So start yeah. sprinting before the start line and go. And then you, because everyone else has started ahead of you, you have people to sprint through. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it is. 
it it is like that surprisingly for a long sprint like that especially the start does take some strategy technique whatever you want to call it but i think the trick is to like start thinking about getting to the back as soon as you come down the hill before you get into the village get to the back early and you're going backwards um Yeah, and that's where we saw in uh, race two in the seas with uh, Terry Leduc, where uh, he was, they were all trying to uh, tail gun, and he ended up on the front, and, but they were all almost stopped. <laughs> and uh, he was, un, he was un, under 100 watts cross, rolling across the start line. <laughs> so you, you kind of got to give up on the tail gun and just go at a certain point. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and then it's a long sprint, so you got to kind of hang with it to the end. Yeah, I mean, it's somewhere between probably 18, 19, and 30 seconds, depending on how, how you sprint. Oh, uh, I, we didn't have anyone go under 21. Yeah, Manello didn't go under 21. Okay. I don't even think, I don't even think, um, I don't think uh, Scorekeeper went under 21 today i don't think so yeah i mean the 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 fastest that that i've ever done it and that i think uh Cy did this morning was 23 yeah. that's that's when you start fast. that's fast hey me too 22.7 it's definitely one that you're like Honestly, this probably isn't the best course or the best race to try and set your best time on that because you won't have a big enough group usually coming across the KOM. Breaks yeah. up too much and people get too tired. Oh, wow. So I did a 21.8 at one point, apparently. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to compare individual sprints depending oh. on what your group is, oh, right? Like, totally. it's This is so much a drafting sprint. 100%. What group are you in? Yeah, I think I was in a playoff race when I did that one. So like, yeah, yeah. Well, mine was mine was an HSRL. So yeah, and then you go across the bridge, up the climb into the S's. So watch that little ramp for yeah. Turks trying to break up the group there. I hate that nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, do the S's down into downtown, and then uh, do it a couple more times. Uh, no if you are if you are not one of the strongest sprinters, that is one of the times to do some uh, trademark dumb stuff uh, and hurt everybody who just sprinted. Yeah. Yep. There was a few yep. of those today in the couple of races we went through. Um, no, I don't. I think only the one guy made it. No, the one guy uh, was a ride or something like that. Alex ride tried to make yeah. that stick in the. Uh, in the B race, but he got caught. <laughs> yeah. Well, and in race one, somebody went off the front um, on the last on the last uh, KOM in the seas, and yeah, it uh, it didn't uh, work. Tron, pink Tron. Well, Brent did a different bike, right? You said on comms you did a disc wheels and one of the Scott bikes. Uh, I I, took, uh, I did actually I did the Scott RC and the Zip two hundred twos. So which. If you look at the Zwift Insider, like scatter plot is basically like the black dot next to the pink drawn. <laughs> so you got as I close mean, as you could get while still seeing whether you're drafting. Yep. 
Yep, that was yeah. pretty mm. much it. I mean, so yeah. um, I mean, there's an argument for the disc wheels, but only if you're a really, really good climber for yep. your category. Uh, I think the only other uh, question is that is this a, a good a good spot for some uh, trademark Steve Panache? Um, I guess uh, yeah. This is where Steve did it. Um, yeah. So, and the problem is that really probably why it didn't work for Steve is he tried it twice. So he he won, or like he and Martin Green, I think, were the fastest two on the KOM. The two of them were off together. Then we caught them at the sprint. And then he went again on the hill, the hill going into the, uh, the S's. Um, so if he'd, if he'd sat up and been with us for the whole descent, uh, then he probably had a chance there. It's um, yeah. I think it's, it's a little far to go from the, from the KOM, but I, I do think that this can work as a spot the the s's can work as a spot to attack if the group is small yeah but it, it you have to like steve attacked in the right spot it, you have to attack at the beginning of the s's you have to attack all the way through the s's because it's it's hard to make up a lot of time in the s's the where you're up you're down you're so no it, it, it is a good spot to attack and yeah no, it's uh it's good how did the first couple of races look for, I'm a big fan of lapped traffic on these races because it allows me to sit up and do less work and get 2.9 uh, average for the entire race. <laughs> um, how did it look for A's get, Brent, you got shelled off the front. Like how was the B split up? Were there groups coming up behind you that you could hook onto or no? Not for me, but I didn't really sit up all the way because I was in a group of three most of the way around yeah. even so i mean the first so in lap one i got dropped in the kom but i was in a group with tj and brian like we had a group of six that were the back group i guess of six That's of us going around for lap two until yeah. i got to the top of the second kom and then after the second KOM, it was a group of the last three b's and some guy who just pedaled 3.9 or 4.0 the whole race i think like he just never did anything <laughs> so it wasn't on swift power mm -hmm. sat right on his wheel <laughs> whole way really? <laughs> You can tug me around on the flats and then yep. yeah. hit the sprint, got back on his wheel and sprinted past him at the end, whatever. Um, Wild. So, but in, um, like, I don't think the A's ever caught the B's in either race one or two. I don't think mm. so, but the B's did catch C's. Um, and then they got, they got, I know in race two, it got real messy. Like the B's and C's were all over the place. So yep. there was all kinds of chaos happening there. But well, and like, second group of bees were catching like big groups of c's yeah and stewart sat up waited a lap to uh, ride with the bees yeah have you done those results did it move did he move up oh i i did do the results but i haven't looked oh yeah, yeah, so, so, yeah we were doing um cause race too and stuart lynn was uh dropped on the kom and he basically like did under 100 watts till 
the bees came around to the sprint. So they were on lap two sprint and he was still on lap one sprint for the A's. And he just oh, wow. got on with the, the bees and sprinted through there and he had a good time. Yep. And then I assume he finished, but I can tell you that I was watching his lap three KOM and it was very um, relaxed looking. Yep. <laughs> no, he, he bumped up two spots. So there you that, go. that moved yeah. him up to fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Got some strong sprinters in B. Well, so I, I'd, the B sprint was much faster than the A sprint. Yeah. And Stewart actually won at least one of the uh, sprint primes. Yeah. Um, yeah. He had a fa- he, well, he had a faster time than anybody else in A. Actually, he won. He won two of the sprints and was second on the on the third, and that third one was solo. Yeah, the A's like we watched the A's in lap one on that race too. And I mean they didn't even start sprinting until they were like 50, 100 meters into the sprint cycle. It was like weird. Like oh, nobody yeah. knew where it started or something. Or they all were trying to tailgun still to the start well, I, of the sprint. I think like, they were they were sprinting huh. against each other, right? They weren't yeah. really I don't think they noticed that Stewart dropped. <laughs> well, I'm you know, probably it didn't yeah. change the results for any of them between them, right? Like you still take one point off the guy who were actually racing the finish line. Right, but, yeah. right. Um, and if you don't have to kill yourself during the sprint, you're saving yourself to, you know, do yeah. a 130 yeah. on the, just kidding, yeah. that was race one. But. Uh, so some of them were, the, the the last one was a little spicier for sure in the A's, I think. They, okay. they, they looked like they were going at each other a little more than mm. lap one, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's like it is the um, prototype HSRL segment race, right? There's a climb, there's a sprint. You do it three times, mm. knock yourself out. Yeah, I think uh, to me, I think the best route is for uh, HSRL might be Watopia Figure Eight, but with mm. th- that sprint in both directions and the hilly KOM in both directions, but. Yeah. Good. Uh, do we want to talk about next week's HSRL? I think we should. The final. Um, yeah. So this is the end. Um, it's the, I'm sure a lot of people will be thinking that on the course. They will. Yeah. So it is the 2022 Medio Fondo route. Um, so that is uh 77.4 kilometers with 924 meters of climbing um and we have yeah the forward sprint the fuego flats reverse sprint fuego flats forward sprint titans grove kom the reverse sprint hilly kom reverse and titans or the the fuego flat sprint again Mm -hmm. yeah and epic kom so oh you're right that one's in there twice yeah yep oh yeah okay i was thinking we'd have to not use one of those uh segments but we can use them all so Uh. and the 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 fuego flats reverse is the long segment it's sometimes called a sprint that is the long segment so go ahead and sprint it all if you want sure only 7k yeah this feels like a crack of beer at the end of every segment race. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing that. I'm gonna out be there. out. Of, I'm gonna be out of town. Can't yeah. can't join you. Same. Uh, I'm on the injured list. Yeah. And I do <laughs> that. I 
Brent Silver. I <laughs> admire the, the gusto, but man, some of those uh, some of those segments are just like less than a K apart. Yeah, well, that's the challenge. I mean, this yeah. is yeah. this is why we do what we do. It's I have wanted to do more more longer races races like this and so i'm hoping that i'll be able to do that at some point but yeah i am gonna miss this one <laughs> fortunately unfortunately hard to say <laughs> i like the longer courses so i'm looking forward to this one no this i is... like the longer courses i don't like epic kom but that's yeah 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 <laughs> yeah Ditto. i mean this is this is uh definitely a chris greenland course because uh the like all the segments except for Epic AOM are great. Yeah, that is true. They're all short. Well, it's well, it's, it's a... Titans forward, so it's the long Titans. Oh, fair. Yeah. Which means but, it's the drafty side. Which yeah, but it's yeah. not super steep. Yeah. Uh, I'll be there. Tron probably or something all aroundery because it's just so long and there's so many different you have to climb at the end. It's if, yeah, it's it's all rounder. Um, yeah. but yeah, probably your most arrow without going disc. Yeah, or I'll probably have a climbing setup in the garage. Yep, That's ready to go. Yeah, definitely. There's a pretty yeah. good chance that you're going to have gaps by the time you yeah. get to that point. Um, yeah, yeah it, it would be worth being ready for a bike swap. Yeah. To switch, mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. Even just do wheels, right? If you're on, yeah, if you're on felt or S Works Venge, just check your millies on and away you go. I think a faster swap would be to be riding the Tron and then have your climbing rig ready to go. Yeah, just the next. Yeah, yep. makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you'll have gaps and you'll probably, to be fair, have people quitting as um, the race is going on. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so, I mean, honestly, though, this is far from our craziest uh, mm. final race for HSRL. <laughs> this isn't 10 laps of hilly. This is only 48 miles. Yeah. Yeah. Only yeah. 77K. Like, it's. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's shorter and less climbing than the nine laps of hilly that, that the bees did uh, when we did that. It, it's not 100 kilometers of Bologna. Yeah. Um, it's it's got lots of segments. Top. It's not Ventop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, this is great. Let's have some fun. Nice. It's nice. It's a fondo. Yeah, it's exactly. a fondo. Yep. Come out season D's. We'll be cheering for you. Don't worry about it. Yep. Yeah. All right. So that brings us to Clemmer's Gambit and then Rooftop. It's barely even a climb. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is definitely Chris's KOM, favorite. <laughs> it's a KOM. It counts. <laughs> yeah. He's not um, wrong. I think this is TT bike, isn't it? Yeah. TT bike with light wheels? like uh, the D Not wheels. even light wheels. It's, it's oh. 2K at 2.7%. Yeah. 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 So then, which uh, which fastest, fastest you yeah. had, full so, disc, like yeah. just Canyon Speedmax with the DT Swiss discs. DT Swiss, your, yeah. yeah. Cool. That's funny. I didn't even think about that. I was thinking, oh, it's a pink trunk climb, but yeah, with the draft, the draft yeah, disabled. With no draft. Yeah. Just got it. Vomit. Good thing I showed up for this. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and this is another one where the you can get your warm up in oh, yeah. along the course because the climb doesn't start until about 16, 16. 17K in. Yeah, yeah. Route is Neo Geo all nighter. Remember to finish the route. Probably heard that before, but yeah, it's. <laughs> Then heard of mountain goats is mountain root with radio tower. And is it is it finish at the top or is it summit finish at the top of radio? I believe so. I think that's what it is. So mountain yeah. root finishing at the top of the radio tower. Yeah, finish radio tower. Yep. So less than one lap, but yeah, yeah. Still. That the, the radio tower actually I complain about Ventop, but I think radio tower is actually the most evil part of all of Zwift. <laughs> You can only get there by doing a 20 minute to more climb. And yeah. then you have to do the steepest climb basically on all of Zwift. Yep. It's was there terrible. talk about making Radio Tower a segment? I thought there was at some point. There, oh, yes. I would love that. That is definitely being pushed for by <laughs> our favorite okay. Zwift employee. Um, Shocker. Yeah. And don't worry speaks. about the health consequences. <laughs> 100k of, of radio tower can't wait for it oh yeah he was he was looking for a uh a roundabout at the bottom of yeah, uh yeah. the radio tower yeah. too yeah oh that would be yeah. great um so then we uh move over to the stampede and speaking of the oh, devil yeah. um we have uh 10 kilometers of bologna so that is <laughs> that um, flat was no. that it's eight k it's well, net flat, yes. Net flat. Yeah. Net flat. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so Bologna, for those who are uninitiated, is is six kilometers of basically flat to rolling, and then two kilometers of very steep hill. And this is 10K. So you're gonna go mm -hmm. six kilometers flattish, two kilometers up the hill, and then two kilometers back down the hill, and the finish will be give or take the bottom of the hill. Yeah. Yeah. And so. if you have never gotten your 100K badge, this is the time to do it. Yeah. And you'll go well over 100K. Yeah. If you're yeah. not gassed. Yeah. <laughs> for facing the rest. So it's T. T I still think you could tell you that I'm wrong with this, but I still think it's full arrow TT because you got to do those first six kilometers all flat. And then while you do climb for about as long, most of us climb for about as long as you do the flat part. Mm -hmm. um, I still think you save more time on the flat than you'll gain by lightening up your TT bike at all. So, I yeah. think you're so right. I think switch, with, but. I don't think the switch is worth it when you're coming back down, especially. Yeah. Um, so the for the standard Bologna TT for the 8K, I usually use the speed max with the 858s, with the zip 858s, not yeah. with the disc. Um, when you're coming back down, I think it might be worth taking the discs. I th actually, it is worth taking the discs. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. So get your full arrow set up still, all you Stampede TT peeps. And, uh, you know, I, th I don't think it really changes the pacing much. I still think it's little. No little under threshold yep. on the flat. Yep. Probably 105, 110% of threshold on the climb. And then, and then whatever empty you've got the left tank, to go whatever down. you've got left on the bottom. Which so, is probably endurance pace. <laughs> um, yeah. This is one, uh, I don't know if you guys remember my, my geek out on my four, uh, my four attempts at this that all had identical average power. <laughs> 
Um, I think the, you know, the, the, the more power on the climb, uh, I don't think I reached the optimum yet. Um, I, I think, cause I was, I, oh man, I need to go back and find that post. But right, well, uh, you, well, you're looking for that. Let's just quickly talk about one thing that came up. It might've actually come up last week from Zwift Insider that is relevant to this, which is there is no super tuck on a TT bike. So yeah. would you do the downhill pedal pedals hard, yep. whatever, even if pedal you only got 50 you got watts, left. pedal those 50 watts, but get them out. Cause there's no advantage to not pedaling on the TT bike on the downhill. So should all remember that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is probably along the lines of what Craig has, is getting at, but uh, my, my best times on that Bologna time trial are all where I've gone tempo to sweet spot on the flats and then had 115% threshold in the tank for the climb. Yeah, we just did, what was the last race we would have done on Bologna? Um, <laughs> well, it's it actually been, in, um, it's been in like tiny races or something like that. Um, I don't know. So I guess so. The last looking at my uh, my geek out post there. Um, my best was two seventy four average for the flat, and that was for a time of eight fifty three, and three forty nine average for the climb for a time of eight thirty five. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is when I was in better shape, and that was a so that's a four watt per kilogram average. Um, but I did. I was thirty two seconds slower with that same four watt per kilogram average, um, with a much tighter with a a two ninety three three ten split. Um, and yeah, I guess I was twenty seconds slower than that than my fastest with a 304-312 split. Um, so that was, yeah. Definitely go easier than you think you'll want to on the flop. Mm -hmm. Yep. I've paced this wrong enough times. And then just, just the climb is. Yeah, even on the climb, like you don't really want to start emptying your tank until you've gone under yeah. the, little museum thing and you hit the steep little swipe up that's where you got to start to push because that is the worst part of the whole thing right there yep. from there to you go back underneath again it's just losing the will to live type stuff yep. <laughs> all right and i think that is all the races no bullseye bullseye, bullseye. is crazy oh, how can I forget bullseye? <laughs> right yokio crit course six times For six laps yep which is uh 13 times across the line well so or what is the so there are there are two banners mm -hmm. so you hit the banner at the end of the lead-in which i think counts I think, I think that it has to is yeah. now the case because it's yes. not laps. It's not laps anymore. So it's basically every time through the banner counts for 50 points and then the finish is double. So 
yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. So every every time we hit the banner at Castle Park Sprint, and every time we hit the banner at Alley Sprint, it's first across the line times six laps. First twelve sprints, and then the finish line. And that is a three point nine k loop. So every basically every two k, you got a sprint. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and try not to get dropped like that's the other thing it's not first across the line there's no like reserving you gotta hold the group because it's first across the line so have fun watch for banner attacks anyway yeah yeah that is an interesting thing if you can keep the group away for sure it's tough it's tough to attack those guys they're usually too strong well so you don't have to keep them off for very long to get a a couple wins though right these yeah, are so close together but it's tough to um it's tough to do that like even for two to yeah. four kilometers to like hold like enough to keep the group away as they come sprinting and then to like stay in the race like you you burn a lot of magic yeah, you on that stuff. <laughs> yeah. we had a guy on uh, volcano this week we had a really good b group in volcano for race oh. three i think it would have been on wednesday and um, we had a guy who went off the front um, from the downhill. He went from the downhill, I think, all the way, maybe even a little further than that. And, and he was off by, he, I think he had five seconds into the group. And as soon as the sprint came at the hill, we gobbled him right up and they got him. So, um, you know, it's tough. It's tough to stay away. Easy bike here. The new yes. bullseye format is amazing. So. Have you done any of them? Uh, I haven't done any of the new ones yet because I just did the volcano one last week, which was kind of a little more traditional. And I haven't done sprint. I was away for Sprinter's Playground, unfortunately. But we'll I'm to hoping get to get into this one on Wednesday. The jewels both did it. Um, yeah. And they might, so they might be doing this. So we should check with them if they keep doing it. But yeah, I think timing wise, this one rarely ever works out for me. But it's tough. Yeah. yeah. On that note, yeah. All I, right. I think so, we... I think that's all the races, uh-huh. and that will uh, we will now send it to our sponsors for this message. This week's episode of the Pinktron brought to you by High Performance Racing Towels for when you sweat, wet, and are going like a turbo vet. These flat cuts of fabric are just the thing. So turn it around, stick it out, and wipe that healthy sweat. Thank you to High Performance Race Towels for sponsoring the Pink Tron and wiping the blood from my face. (laughs) (laughs) Unhealthy blood, healthy sweat. Which brings us to Around the Horn. For Around the Horn, we're going to talk about the announcements that came out this week from Zwift about changes that they are going to make um to the game before the end of the year and so i think maybe i think the best way to do this would be let's uh maybe go around each one of us will pick maybe one thing that we're most interested or excited or or attract want to talk about we're out of the list and that should you know we might not talk about everything in there we don't need to cover everything we're not like the zwift cast so um why don't we start with you craig because i know you had one picked out that i agreed when i read through the faqs it sounded super interesting yeah it's kind of hidden 
It's it's very hidden. Um, it, it had been hinted at in others' communication from Zwift, uh, but uh, auto braking. So this is on now. It, it's all very fuzzy still. So I, I think this one isn't something that's coming next week. Um, on bigger descents with sharp curves, your avatar will automatically slow around corners for a more realistic experience. And no, you cannot turn off auto braking. It's a new feature of the game that will benefit all Zwifters. So this, um, I mean, th there's definitely a uh, common complaint that uh, just, you know, as far as realism and racing, it's not worth attacking on a hill uh, it, if it's not the finish line, because a group will always catch a solo rider. Um, so that's, uh, if this slows down a group more than it slows down a solo rider, which when I read that and think it through, that's what I think will happen. I think this has the potential to change racing for the better. So that's kind of why I'm, uh, I'm a fan of this. Yeah, that, that leaves just the one additional piece that I would really like to see, which is that groups only move as fast as whoever's pulling the group. But that's we, we need to get these kinds of things that actually make attacking beneficial. Yeah, and I, I think this will help that a bit. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think this will improve, improve it. I know what you mean. Uh, it, it's just... Heard. And that's it where is. this the sticky draft was their, you know, Zwift's first attempt to slow down the group um, and and slow down. It, it did work a bit, but it caused a whole lot of other problems. Yeah. Uh, I think what we've got now is at least as good as sticky draft for that without nearly as many other problems. Um, can it be tuned to be a little bit better? Probably. Yeah. But uh, I, I think it's moving in the right direction. All right. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think it'll be super interesting the way it might change the dynamics of a race for sure. All right. How about you, Lauren? Is there anything in particular in the um, announcement that has you excited for Zwift for the rest of the year? I'd say a couple of things. I mean, to be fair, I definitely want to go into that old timey Mario Kart race against your uh, holographic past performance thing. That <laughs> I loved doing that as a kid in a in a you know silly car racing game so i think it would actually be pretty fun to have that um and i will say that i haven't had time to really dig into a lot of this so my favorites or my biggest interests are going to be very surface level work it's been a little crazy this week um but i'm also interested and because they give the pronunciation here i will try to do it correctly uh Ruru, Kazi, um i love new roads and exploring new parts of Zwift and I already really like um McCurry Islands so I'm probably just going to be like tooling around in there as soon as that comes out yeah and, yeah. and you will cover the entirety of it in your first ride oh yeah well. <laughs> did so, you yeah. so did you see the stuff about the surfaces yeah, I was just looking at that. What do you, There's going to be something new. What do you think that means? Yeah. Uh, I well, from from what I saw, I think it is going to be like packed sand. 
Yep, that's what I uh, that's what I got out of one of the one articles. They actually listed the types of services that would be in there, and that was the one that sounded new to me. Okay. Was packed yeah. up sand, so yep. pavement, gravel, and a new type of surface not yet found anywhere on Zwift. So yeah, if we're talking archipelago, we're yeah, that that would track. Which does that just mean you're riding on the beach? What's going on there? Bad bikes. <laughs> it, it, it will Anything be the one time. people have stuff to spend their drops on, right? <laughs> Love it. Yep. Cool. Yeah. yeah so, no, New Worlds is always a thumbs up, hundred percent. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll probably have other things that I'll be interested in as I like dig more into this and as it comes out. But surface level, those two things like are what I'd be excited about. I mean, I love trying to race the clock. I have to like, it's only been now or recently that I've stopped every time I pass a segment start, especially a sprint one, like not sprinting, that I've started actually holding myself back. So being able to race against like my old self, my old performances, I'll enjoy that. Uh, it looks like uh, the new world is 12 miles, 20K of new roads, which is not nothing. No, I think it's going to, I think it's, we'll probably have, I got to think they're going to give us like a climb of like some duration again, another one. And the, I think the question will be, will it connect to both uh, Umezi and Neokio or will it be know. off to one side or the other? Yeah. Like it, yeah. it, I'm, I'm interested in seeing like what additional routes it opens up. Sure. Yep. My first guess is it's just on the other side of the bridge from uh, Neokio, mm -hmm. but who knows? Yeah. Mm. Hopefully on on the way to Mount Fiji, Mount Fuji, Mount <laughs> Fiji. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what they'll call it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sean, how about you? Anything in this announcement that was leaving you excited for Zwift for the rest yeah. of the year? I'm, I'm going to also mention the uh, holographic writer thing. I did a workout on Wednesday where I was, uh, so, so they, they said that there was, um, <clears throat> you could set your settings to either your previous uh, best time, your, your, sorry, your previous time or to your like best time in the last 90 days and potentially like they could get it to like your all time PR there. But um, I think in terms of like building yourself a workout, I did five, uh, five times up the volcano climb, uh, trying to do, I'm, I'm basically trying to hold power, but if you do it once at power uh, and then you just have a hologram of yourself to follow, that's really good for being able to do repeats of a climb um, or repeats of a segment in, in, in a workout. Um, and the other thing that, that I'm intrigued by, I don't know if I love, uh, is the star system on the workouts. Um, just that. going from like easy to hard. Uh, I, I'll be interested in seeing how the, uh, how those end up getting classified. I don't actually, I, I usually use my own workouts or trainer road workouts, so I'm not, I, I won't be using it so much, uh, but I will be interested in just seeing 
how things get classified and whether it actually in increases kind of engagement in workouts. And if no one else mentions it, I might bring up one more thing. Well, and you, you help train me. So with the workouts, you'll be able to ask me because he gives me workouts in sweat versus another program. So yeah, but I don't think it's going to clap. I, I, I will also, that's another thing that's not really clear whether mm -hmm. custom workouts end up getting a Which star ranking. Okay. So I'm guessing see. not. Yeah. Let's go next way to Chris. Um, I'm actually surprised nobody's mentioned this is the Z racing setup. I'm not sure if that was yours, Sean, but that series is actually pretty intriguing. Um, it kind of takes the classics and stretches it out over the year. Um, and the, the language that they, that oh, they yeah. used is it's kind of the equivalent of fitting in a one hour workout. And since I don't, really do workouts and I'm more inclined to hop into a race and pick my spots to attack. Um, that is more interesting to me than getting yelled at to increase my power or decrease my cadence um, for 45 minutes. So for me personally, I really like that aspect of it. So it looks like interesting. they're starting September 5th and there will be four basically four different things each week or one each week so queen's highway sand and sequoias deuce france and park perimeter loop as basically an all always available race yep, i might racing. actually do that because i'm not racing zrl you'll end up racing here some some <laughs> <laughs> Um, so when, yeah. I, I don't, does anyone understand this idea of always on? Like I get, like, is it just like there's one every hour? Is that the idea? Or there's, there's like 10 a day or what? Pretty much. Yeah. 10 a day. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Is that the number? Yeah. But always going off. Um, as a result, probably numbers will be a little bit lower, but right. uh, it's more entertaining right. to me than, than doing a workout. Yeah. Sorry, Sean. I mean, you just haven't done my workouts. Yeah, so then it'd be even more, yeah, <laughs> more attractive. Now, now that now that we've got the uh, the like holographic pacer bots, <laughs> do it one time at this power, and then just chase yourself. This is I don't care thing. about your power or your cadence. I guess the pacer bots. The one thing I'll say, like, I guess you, if you don't use the ninety day best one, because that to me, I don't know, maybe it's just the way I use Wif, but like the ninety day pacer bot is going to be me and some group from ZRL right. or Bullseye or. Yeah. Whatever the hell, and there's no freaking Unusable. way if I'm just cruising around no. um, Watopia that I'm ever going to get close to what I do in any of those. So, um, you know, that one is kind of not the most helpful. The one that's like your last effort for a repeat, I get that. That is kind of useful. Uh, I'll yeah. say the one thing that uh, I'm excited for the extending of the gamification of Zwift, which is number one, the level 60. Because yeah. I think like most of us here, like I'm level 48, almost on level 48. So like, I can't imagine these guys who've been like level 50 for a year and they've just been sitting at level 50. That would drive me a bit mental. Um, so I'm cool to have 10 more levels to go watch my stupid little bar move across uh, my, just a my quick, screen. Just a quick survey. Uh, you're at 48? 48? Yes. 47. 
I know Chris is also 48. Like 49. Right 49. Oh, did you just cross it? Oh, you jerk. <laughs> I I'm not sure what level I'm on, but they're they're just giving it like as soon as I think this is all James. He's been watching us, and as soon as we get close, he's like, All right, time to roll out additional <laughs> levels. <laughs> I don't I think you're not wrong about that. Um, but the other thing Craig, that they've you're done in 47. That... You're about where I am at. Okay. Almost exactly the bar of progress randomly. Yeah, the other the other thing they've done is they've added way more missions in right like they like missions oh. um like i love missions like i don't mm. like i just need some excuse to like want to turn on my computer when it's not a race or whatever and yeah, like yeah. although one of them is of course like do a race every week or something but, <laughs> 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 yeah. um, uh, one race every week <laughs> yeah yes, right. everyone so um but so i i think that's good that's cool they should i'm glad that they are using those features again because that is well, they, an underused feature in swift yeah when they because the, when they first brought the missions out they had a bunch of them a bunch of them were sponsors and were attached to a contest or something and uh yeah they were kind of fun uh, but then they just stopped using them for what a year and a half yeah i I don't know. Maybe they couldn't get it, or maybe they were trying to ask too much money, or whatever the story was. But yeah, like, uh, like at the end of the day, Zwift's a video game, right? All, all we want to do is like fill up bars, make numbers go higher, collect weird digital yeah. things that stick on our weird digital profiles. I mean, that's <laughs> what it's all about. Yeah. So I, I did think... disconnect it to Mario Kart when I listed what thing I was excited about. So. It's a video game. So I think a couple of the other uh, benefits for this stuff are really great for people who are not us who are level 50-ish, the new people. So uh, Lauren, when she started, the way she rode was, I'm gonna ride around and then go hard anytime I hit a segment. Mm -hmm. And so those those holographic, you know, pace partner, whatever, your like holographic replay, they're calling it, would have been her favorite thing because it would just be, can I go faster than last time or than I've ever gone? Like that was the thing that motivated her. Um, Like I said, I've just gotten to the point where I can like stop myself from going in a banner because a start segment. It's like today I'm supposed to be riding easy. easy And I'm actually doing it. It's weird. Um, I'm terrible. Every time I'm on with Coco and some some dude like goes to the front of the pack on the thing, I'm like, F you. (laughs) I, I have... I have actively, but I have to actively do it, Brent. I have held myself back because especially with Coco, and I know I could definitely beat some of those dudes. I, I still <laughs> just, I'm like, nope, nope, can't, nope. <laughs> uh, the other thing that that I think is potentially really good for new racers, uh, people who are maybe interested in starting racing are the uh, route-based workouts. So getting on, like going out, getting on a route and having, you know, how hard can you go on this segment? Um, And it's coaching you through potentially even changing your bike. I think that's going to be like, they may have built this functionality for uh, Zwift Academy, um, but it looks like it's going to be the kind of thing that is going to just be available as a workout for potentially newer riders. Um, you know, cool. go ride this route and, uh, depending on how hard you can go on these segments, they give you 
potentially an estimated FTP that you can then like work from yeah. in the future. I think that would have helped me early on as well, because I probably would have, I can say based on the way I kind of did things, I probably would have gone pretty full into that. So that seems, yeah, like at least it would have benefited a person who's like me. And that'd be interesting to see how they implement that into the onboarding for a new Zwifter instead yeah. of, hey, you got to go into the workouts folder and find the FTP <laughs> ramp test. Just, so hey, that... welcome to the game. Here, here's your intro ride. Yeah, that is a thing that I really do wish that there was more of is like, is is a, a an onboarding to really get you used to what we're doing here. But yeah. or what you could yeah. do without yeah. without there being so many options that if you don't have a guide, it's bewildering. Well, and it's even present it, but be skippable. Yep. Like, yeah. Um, sure. So right for a long time, there's been your first ride and it takes you around Philly, flat route, I think. Um, so that's been there and it tells you a couple things while that's happening, but it's it's just a free ride. But the next time you log in, it could say, you know, do you want to test your fitness? You want to test your fitness. Um, then after you do that, the next one could be, do you want to do this workout? And then the next one could be, there's a race starting in however many minutes. Yeah. Do you want to try it? Um, have it be skippable, but kind of show everybody all the things. Yep. You want to bleed from your face? <laughs> we have high performance <laughs> racing towels. <laughs> maybe, maybe don't put, the, put that one for workout too. <laughs> so that's interesting. Is that, is that what a new Zwifter gets at this point? Because I just got dumped. I randomly selected a route and I got dumped no. at like downtown. So there is a, the, the new Zwifter gets kind of a semi-guided tour of flat route. And then that's it. Um, I, I think that could be extended is what I'm saying. Uh, kind, right. Just well, kind of building on what Sean was saying. Well, something like the... Oh. I remember like trying to get into racing and that was oh. awfully steep learning. Like now it all feels like second nature, but yeah. getting into those first races and like doing it and like you're reading like some description. I don't even know if I had companion app or whatever. And it's like, must have Zwift power profile, must connect to account. I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. And I know some of that's better now because Zwift power is owned by Zwift and the rest, right. but it's not actually any better though. Um, no, you, you still have to do all the nonsense. You still have to do all the nonsense, other oh than, uh, other than at least it's your same login. Yeah. You don't have to create a new login. Other than that, it's uh, it's still very nonsense. Um, cool. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, I, I think I raced for a full season before I created a Swift Power account. Full <laughs> um, season. Yeah, like like twelve races. No, no, like uh, a winter. Wow. Well, that was back in the days. It was a little more wild and woolly, but yeah. <laughs> this is all right. Well, maybe maybe next week we'll uh, as a around the horn talk about finding our first races and how that went. Because are we going to be doing this from a hotel room in Canada? Definitely are. There we go. All right. <laughs> Assuming we're not on the road still. Well, no. 
Yeah. So if you're if you're listening to this and you're a herd rider or a herd racer, um, put some comments in the Facebook post underneath and let us know what uh, these new announcements you're excited about. Because you know, there's we love all our little chat about what's going on in Zwift in our groups, and we're happy to hear from all our friends who we race with about what makes them excited about Zwift. And there'll be people who haven't done. 500 Zwift races who um, will be reading that stuff and find out some new stuff. So, so jump on in and uh, continue chatting with us. We always love to hear from all you guys. But then I think with that, we will say good night and thank you to Sean Fogenberg. Thank you to Lauren Camp. Thank you to Chris Greenland and thank you to Craig Martin. Thank you to our sponsors, High Performance Racing Towels. <laughs> be sure to get yours to wipe that healthy sweat off the back. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> yep. Yep. Healthy sweat, unhealthy blood. <laughs> yeah. Avoid the blood. Honestly, guys, it's not, <laughs> it's not anyone's goal. So, um, and we will say moo and good night to the herd. Thanks everybody. Yeah. Bye.